I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched another Alice Comedies cartoon, probably the last one we're going to watch because I'm actually getting tired of the silent films. So um, <laughs> it'll probably be Oswald next. Uh, but anyways, this is the uh, another Alice comedy. Uh, this is Alice's Balloon Race. I'll, I'll give a brief spoiler plot synopsis. There's a balloon race. <laughs> and um, Julius the cat, who's the cat that's been in all the previous um, Disney cartoons... Alice, the uh, live action girl who in this cartoon has like no justifiable reason for being live action. She just is. And also Pete, who does not have a peg leg here and is still very much a bear, but he looks a lot better than he did in this first cartoon. Um, they're, they're in a balloon race along with some other people um, for like a big, big cash prize. What is it? Like 10,000? 10, yeah. 10, yeah. Like, lots of money. Um, they're, they're in a balloon race and it's, I mean, it's mostly focused on the cat, Julius. Um Alice is barely in this, which if you're a huge Alice fan might be a problem. I don't care that much, so I wasn't bothered. Um, but yeah, I think for me personally, this, this was the most enjoyable Alice comedy so far. How did how did you guys feel about it? Um, yeah, it was okay. I, I don't know if it was, to me, the most enjoyable. I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it's hard to say if it's the most enjoyable. Sure. It was cute. It was it was fine. I'm not saying it's an outstanding cartoon. I think I've just enjoyed this one more than others. Um, yeah, let's let's get specific. Let's talk some about uh, the story, characters, and even the animation. Because, you know, we're still... They're always going to be intertwined, but especially when you can't even hear the characters talk. Like, they're super intertwined right now. So, so yeah, what, what, what do you think of those things? Um, I felt bad for all the animals that, <laughs> that the cat that roped into this. It's not. I yeah, what a, a wiener dog, an elephant, a hippo. Yeah. Yeah, I was concerned mainly for the wiener dog and the elephant because they seemed to. <laughs> the wiener dog. They were, got, they were made into balloons, basically. I mean, the wiener dog had been had balloons attached to it, but. But he got split in half, and he then, did. And then the elephant got popped and splatted on the ground. So they're cartoons. They're fun. <laughs> they weren't relevant enough to to catch back in with, but they're fine. Okay. <laughs> I hope you were right. Uh, you, but, there's literally nothing that can disprove me. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, also, initially, I thought it was kind of gross, but actually, I think it was just more interesting and funny. Um, all the shenanigans that the cat did with its tail. The name's Julius. Just oh, make the it Julius. Easier sorry, the Julius did with it, with his tail. I mean, everything from I don't know an umbrella. It, it yeah. kept moving places on him, and he kept yeah. turning it into different things. It was really cute. It Got a really lot of leverage out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he tipped his head again, as we saw in the yeah, last like, one. Yeah, like, took off his, the top of his head and his ears as if it was a hat. Yeah. He just really wanted to win, because when his original really? balloon... Um, I mean, I it's like $10,000, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind having that now. 
And then be back then, it's even more money. And obviously, they had loose rules because I guess they didn't. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was the person that no was holds winning barred. the race. It wasn't. Yeah, because Pete like stabbed in. someone else's balloon to pop it, and like kept kept doing various cheatery things because he's the bad guy. Though he's not in a lot of the cartoon, he's mostly in the beginning and the end. But but what I'm saying is, he was in it. But Pete was in his original balloon. The, the uh, Felix was not. No, Felix went through a lot of different <laughs> yeah. air vehicles. Yes, yes. So, I, like I said, I guess it's the person winning the race, not the vehicle. I don't know. Right? I, yeah, I was the blue so. race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you just have to cross the finish line in some kind of balloon. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't, I don't think he would. Why would he keep competing? So, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Um, and then too, is they even did some interesting shenanigans, like the lightning. The light. I mean, and and Pete seemed to be unobstructed from. By almost anything. Is lightning morally <laughs> evil like Pete? And so they just kind of get along and don't. I don't, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it works. Julius did get him with one lightning bolt at the end, but he had to throw it. Right. So I don't oh, know. Oh, is it Julius? I was saying Felix. Sorry. It's Julius. Not <laughs> Felix is not Disney. I did say, I'm so sorry. I did say Felix at some point earlier. <laughs> this. I, I mean, stand corrected, in Julius. fairness, they don't have a lot to differentiate them currently currently well probably ever because julius is not going to be used for a little longer uh disney does not stick with him as a cartoon star and moves on to a rabbit so Hmm. okay and then a mouse you might have heard of a mouse i don't know (laughs) i don't i don't know if i've ever heard of a mouse are you kidding a mouse yeah yeah it's mouse (laughs) yeah It's interesting to me, I guess, just because it seems like in the 20s, um, cats were kind of the main cartoon star. And then it feels like in the 30s, because of literally Mickey Mouse, mice become kind of one of the main ones. Yeah, it's interesting. And you you know how you started having the love for Mickey Mouse? It all Would started. you like to share with the yes, audience? Yes, the audience. When you were, when you were little, um, it started with a... I bought you some article of clothing. It was a Mickey clothing and you loved the Mickey uh, tag. And, I mean, not like a tag on the clothes, but oh. like about the larger that the price tag would be on. It was shaped oh. like a Mickey oh. Mouse. Sure, 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 sure. And, and then I think I laminated it for you because you, <laughs> kept, because you just kept like you wouldn't let it go. And then I bought you a little <laughs> Mickey hat and then you wore the Mickey hat everywhere. I mean, to bed, to church, everywhere. And then, and then I remember I the you, Mickey hat. And then I had Mostly to from the videos of myself that you took that I used to watch when I was a kid. Yeah. And then, then I had to just constantly kind of, uh, you know, uh, get you another Mickey hat when you finally wore that one out. And and, and then you had VHS tapes yes, of Mickey yes. cartoons, <laughs> which is arguably what sparked my love of old cartoon shorts. And then your Mickey pillows that I made for you mm-hmm. um, and all that. So, yeah, you became a huge Mickey fan from an early age, like two, three. Yeah, I think you were like, I know you were a toddler, maybe two years old. He can be a really fun character. Yeah. He can also be a really boring character. It depends on how much the creators in, like care about him, I guess. I don't know. Um, but we're not there yet. We're getting sidetracked. Yes. This did not have Mickey. <laughs> did not have Mickey. Um, it had, but it was, it, was, it was fun. I think we're getting uh, closer and closer to the sort of like silly shenanigans that Disney cartoons 
eventually are known for. Um, it, it felt like the the last couple that we had watched, the cartoon segments were pretty stale, but it they felt pr- they felt a lot more lively to me. And there would be instances of like repeated animation that didn't go on nearly as long as they probably would have in previous cartoons, and also like were kind of followed up on to feel like they built on each other. The in particular, what comes to mind is when um, Julius is trying to get the. Um, their original aircraft back up in the air and is like pushing on it and it's like then pushes with his tail is like blowing on it then pulls out like a, a billow or whatever those are called to blow it more and like that animation repeats but the actual uh craft does move up like there's moving animation that is different from each other most of the time instead of dwelling so long on the same thing yeah, there was another instance that I thought they did a good use of recycling. In the beginning of the uh, cartoon, you had like a band playing. And then there was a crowd in the background with uh, some character going into the crowd and like squeezing in. And that ha- that cycled a few times, but the one like would uh, squeeze in and then one would go in, like get bumped back and then like push in and squeeze in and... <laughs> It it was the same sort of thing, but there were just enough differences that it wasn't calling attention to itself as just being the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and it's and it's those sort of little touches that eventually make Disney animation what it is, and and make animation as a, as a medium more enjoyable. Because like, yeah, I mean this early this early stuff is basic, and it's only going to hold the public's attention for so long. You've got to keep making this more enjoyable, more lifelike, and and even if that life is silly rather than realistic. Yeah, one other thing I liked or that I thought was was good, I don't know, if it feels like it's a harder thing to do, but whenever Julius was on the uh the wiener dog, the yeah. dachshund or whatever it was, uh it would rotate uh, so that it, the dog mm. would then face you, then be like long ways, then you'd see behind and then back to long ways. But that all like looked good yeah i don't know sometimes it feels like that's harder to change that that perspective i i also liked how when julius was in the middle of it as it was spinning he like stayed in the middle of it but at one point he like goes out to the tail and then it spins and he stays in the air while the tail moves the butt of the dog moves away from him and he's like oh oh god and he has to like get back over there which is yeah it's like it's a fun use of the perspective that we're in. Yeah. yeah. Eventually the poor little dog droops in the middle and all yeah. that good stuff. I also like how the random hippo and elephant are just kind of sitting. Just almost chilling. In a, they're sitting in almost a, 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 well, the way a human would sit. Sure. Um, and yeah, they're just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the hippo is just like smoking. The, the elephant was just, just sitting there. Yeah. Doing whatever, then was turned into a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't seem to put up much resistance when his trunk was taken. And no, he as, he's, as he's like blowing up into a circle, his eyes still seem just as disinterested. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. Now, like, I guess this is happening. I'm a balloon, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there wasn't much Alice in here at all. No. I don't know if... It feels like it, that's feel, a bit it felt more obligatory than anything. Her yeah, presence. calling calling it an Alice cartoon, but her being in the beginning, uh, you see, they have to like transition 
between like a little animated Alice and an actual Alice on, on different parts. We almost got more animated Alice than live action Alice. It definitely yeah. feels like that. And I don't I, know. I, I had heard that that is kind of what happens to this series. And so it only like that it stars Alice less and less despite literally having her name as the series title. Um not unlike what happens with Mickey eventually. Anyways, um, and so it makes sense that this series isn't too terribly far from being done. And then Disney creates a new series that doesn't have any live action component. Because yeah. it's it'd be becoming increasingly clear that that isn't really the thing that interests him. And is probably mostly a thing he did because it was what was popular at the time. Yeah, that, that feels like that. Makes sense. But but yeah, like, she didn't do anything interesting. She was like... The most interesting thing she did was toss a ladder out to help Julius climb back up into the thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's she it. She was in her... It's not a, a basket, because it needed to be big enough so that she could hide away yeah. so they didn't have to have her on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was... And then a balloon crashes onto her at the end. Yeah. It was kind of a shame, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like if the series is going to is supposedly about her, it is a shame that she has become so minimized in the series that has that type. I it's still it's the f- same thing that happens to Mickey. <laughs> the Mickey Mouse cartoons keep being a thing long past the point where they are at all about Mickey and just become Pluto cartoons where Mickey happens to be around. It's sad but i'm not surprised given how that goes yeah let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after how's it hold up um i mean decently i I don't there wasn't anything other than animal cruelty (laughs) sure uh sure if if you're very sensitive to cartoon animal violence this this probably isn't for you but also let's be real most most animated shorts probably aren't for you because slapstick violence using animal characters is sort of the norm. <laughs> but this de- it, it, this is definitely still early in kind of how the sensibilities of that evolved. And so some of the, the, w- the ways that the violence manifests feels more violent now than it did back then, probably. Like the wiener dog getting snapped in half or the elephant like getting punctured by lightning and and falling like yeah the the ways in which those are drawn is, is like a little bit off-putting because eventually that sort of ways that you don't morph cartoon bodies typically <laughs> um, and you said the operative word puncture just like the last short that we watched it was off-putting to have um Pete punctured yeah. uh, on on that thing with the wiener dog. They showed the severed edges, like yeah. when he was in half. So so it, it almost like it was ripped. And then, yeah, it feels and then it the, feels then, shocking. Yeah, and then the elephant. It was like a puncture. It uh, it did show the again the ruptured edges. Yeah, of like the a hole. Bo- like a balloon being ruptured. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, so that was yeah. No, it's I mean. Yeah, it's just the the way that it's drawn isn't cartoony in the way that we're used to, to like, the wiener dog one especially, like, f- felt the most shocking, just how his middle breaks apart from the, the other ends is just, it's like a very brief shot too, because it immediately then cuts to Julius falling, but yeah. Well, and again, I mean, if you compare it to even anything that I'm accustomed to now, yes, uh, 
animated characters can get squished and 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 flattened and and you know and pounded but they don't they're not punctured they're not breaking and puncturing are two like things that don't tend to happen yeah yeah yeah, it'll be interesting to get because like Tom and Jerry cartoons are the ones that have the biggest reputation for being violent. And it'll be interesting to see the ways in which that violence feels different, different from the violence that's commonplace now. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting because those are in the 40s. So we're a, wa- a while from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything else to me that I mean, Alice is like so barely in this cartoon that nothing objectionable can really happen with her besides her being minimized. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just a silly cartoon. What was your least favorite moment in this cartoon? I think easy for me. I think it was the Dotson ripping apart. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe the whole Dachshund Dachshund scene. Dachshund. Dachshund. The whole wiener dog scene. Um, (laughs) Well, he was cute. He was very cute and he was cute to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just maybe the part where I was the least engaged. Um, His spinning went on a little bit and the drooping. I mean, it was fine. Um, But I think that was maybe the part that I enjoyed the least. Yeah. If it's like least engaged is the metric because there wasn't anything you know, super objectionable. I think it was the part where um, Julius was trying to get the balloon back into the air. Hmm. So the repeated thing of him pushing it up and blowing Mm. on and all of that. I enjoyed it because I liked the amount of effort that was clearly that he was, that it felt like he was putting in and then the, the payoff for it, which is that it went up and then it crashed back down and flattened him into the ground and then was, didn't work out. Like I, I enjoyed that payoff for it. Sure. What was your favorite part? Honestly, it was probably for me. It was probably Pete's shenanigans in the beginning, where he like stabbed another contestant's balloon, and then that thing where he like packed his balloon up, walked underneath Julius's thing, and then put his balloon back up so that he would be in front of him. It was just silly and fun. Yeah, I guess I'll go with that one too. I can't think of anything else that's obviously more delightful. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to rock my brain, too, is I I think, yeah, I think I'm just going to have to echo that because that, that was really, really interesting. And especially, like you said, that the packing up, I was like, what is going on here? But the walking underneath and then re, uh, yeah, uh, reinflating his balloon was, was interesting, as well as, uh, yeah, just his little shenanigans to get ahead and puncturing the other balloon. Who was your least favorite character? Out of the many characters. I'm going to say Julius the cat because he injured. Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's cruel he to animals. Yes, he injured yeah, the other animals. Uh, for me, probably Alice, just because it was her presence was such a disappointment that I yeah. wanted it to be more. Yeah, I think I'd go with If Alice. it's going to be there at all. Yeah. Uh, who is your favorite character? For me, it was definitely Pete. I just love a good scoundrel. He didn't have a huge, huge presence in this, but I appreciate it every time he was on screen. Yeah, I guess Pete, too. There wasn't... Second favorite would probably be Julius. Like, Julius does a fine job as the main protagonist. Um, But, yeah, I like Pete. I don't know. (laughs) I'm gonna... Um, I'm gonna gonna choose the Dotson because he was so cute. I don't think I can ever say that word. (laughs) Yeah. So, and you're still... Wait, what Dotson? Is, yeah. 
the slight like, dwarves. You won't say dwarves. You keep saying something other than dwarves. You got. You got. <laughs> you got to cut this bit. No, no, you got to no, get no. this out of here. Dachshund. Dachshund. Oh, I say Dachshund. Dach. Wiener dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go on to the part where we um, say how if we recommend it and what we would rate it. That part of the thing. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll t- I'll go first again. I think I'm gonna go one point seven five. In that it was entertaining, but like there wasn't anything great about it. Yeah, I mean, I maybe could go up as high as uh, go up to two or something, but you don't feel that strongly. I don't. I'm gonna say one point seven five, and I don't think you need to watch this one. There wasn't anything new about it. It was fun. It was it was a cute little thing, but you could skip it too, and that'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to echo, well, I'm going to say 1.5 just because the, um, the Dotson being cut in half just the really upset really about the Animal cruelty. <laughs> animal cruelty. And, and it, it just wasn't as engaging to me. Like, I'm even thinking of that one where, um, I don't know, um, where they went up and there was, there was like a giant and they were on that land, you know, and they were in the, the beanstalk. I don't know if that was, um, one of the, um. Out of the inkwell? Yes, the out of the inkwell. It wasn't out of the... It's not as engaging, this one, to me, as as most of those have been. So I'm going to say 1.5. And again, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend it. Um, I'll lightly recommend it. I give it a 2. This is probably one of the better Alice comedies. But I think Disney does much better with his later series than he does with any of this series. So... I I feel like the Alice comedy series is more just an interesting historical footnote for huge animation nerds than it is like a, oh, you're missing some classic stuff. Exactly. I think that there are at least a couple of Oswald cartoons that I would like genuinely be like, yeah, these are like, if you like animation, these are good to check out. But I don't think you need to check out the Alice comedies. So I haven't, admittedly, there's a bunch that I didn't watch, so maybe I'm missing something, but meh. Uh, so yeah, I'd lightly recommend this if you're just interested in that sort of thing. Otherwise, meh. Uh, so two. Next time, we're not going to watch any more Alice comedies or Out of the Inkwells or anything. I just desperately want to get to the stuff I care about. So <laughs> we're going to watch an Oswald short next time. Probably not even the first Oswald short, probably just the first Oswald short that I really like. So that's what we'll do next time. Yeah. And the actual next episode is the Peter Pan sequel, like I mentioned. Oh, you're right. I messed it up. Anyways, thank you all for listening. (laughs) Thank you all so much (laughs) for listening and joining us. Yeah. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. 
Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening! Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>